It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why are we in the bar? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Fly and Whip It production studios. I am here with two of my trusty, three of my trusty cohorts. We got Brother Bob. He's uh, he's going to be filling in as the co-ho- unseen co-host. The unseen angry old man co-host. The, the unseen comic. And then we have Jason on cameras. And got my co-host today, Max, had a family uh, event he's attending. So, you know, family first. I think his one of his kiddos is in a play. It's that time of year. Mr. Blue Jeans is filling in for me tonight. Yeah, and and, and talking about plays, I think the uh, Cowboys continue to uh, impersonate a football team. Wow, man, he, right off the bat, Mr. Blue Jeans, what do you think about that? <laughs> well, he's a little nervous. He's speechless. But, uh, well, he, he smoked some California Red Bud before the show <laughs> to kind of relax his nerves a little bit, but he's going to do all right. So, you know, keeping with tradition, uh, Max gave me his predictions earlier today. We got a football going go- Game going on, full disclosure, we don't know what the score is. Well, one football team is playing. Ooh, man. Cowboy fans, please, if you're watching, react. (laughs) But Max had the Cowboys winning the game 31-24. I have the Saints winning 29-27. The Cowboys are leading late. They screw it up like they always do in December and lose the game. Saints 29-27. Hey, for, I mean, I mean, for, for all the Cowboy fans that are out there that have been hating on Mike McCarthy, you get a week without him. <laughs> Does he have COVID toe? Like he, Favre? He has COVID something. Okay. Uh, Favre uh, had COVID toe. No. Well, did, yeah. You mean uh, Rodgers. A.A. Ron. Oh, what, what did I say? You said Favre. Oh, yeah, Rodgers. <laughs> I said Sense a Million Red Bud, man. But, I mean, it, it, uh, it'll it be interesting to me just to see what happens that I don't know whether this is a must win for the Cowboys or not. It's a weak division. They could back themselves in, but Redskins are coming on strong. Uh, sorry, sorry. The Washington football team. Sorry. Yeah, we're, we're sorry, gonna folks. Talk, we're going to talk about that. Like I said, they win like seven more games. They're going to come close to being, I think they end up 11 and six. I had them at 12 and five win the division. Yeah. But anyway, um, you got a score for the game? Predicted score? Before Predicted you look, score? Before you look. I don't know, 1912 Saints. Okay. All right. What's the score? What's the score? <laughs> oh, uh, it's, it's 1052 to go in the first, and it's still scoreless. I almost forgot my adult beverage. I'm switching over to the uh, the dark ale, you know, that time of year. So my yeah. winter ale, Shinerbach. Apparently, according to this right now, Dallas is fourth and 15 on their own 16. Well, that, <laughs> or 18. Yeah, that, that kind of figures. <laughs> This guy. Um, moving right along. So we got some college games. Uh, Max isn't here again, but he liked uh, in the Cincinnati-Houston game. He's got Cincinnati winning, but Houston covering that that bowl game. Or not the bowl game. I'm all out of it. The conference championship game that they're playing. I On Friday night. I'm going to go to that game. It's here at the Alamo Dome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm... My personal feeling is I want I want Houston win so I can not have to hear from any Cincinnati fans. So we can fans just eliminate again. this Cincinnati. Just get them the hell out of there. I mean, if Cincinnati wants to be considered 
get in a real conference. Well, there's talk of them joining with the, um, you know, with Baylor and they should. The rest they, of the, they, you know. they should. I mean, if, if Oklahoma State beats Baylor this weekend in two weeks, they have a more impressive resume than the entire Cincinnati regular season. Well, Cincinnati's definitely played some weak teams and they've played them close, but we'll see if we'll see what happens. If it, if the if the Houston if Houston wins by chance or it's an extremely close game, then I think network television and some of the powers to be might, you know, suddenly Cincinnati scoots out of there. But remember the one year the Boise State, they were saying, Why are they in it? And they ended up beating Oklahoma. Yeah. You remember that? I mean, it's it, it'll be interesting this weekend to see Alabama, Georgia, to see what happens there. If Georgia beats Alabama handily, then Cincinnati, all they got to do is win. Oklahoma State gets the benefit of that because Alabama should drop out. Do I think Alabama's a better team, better team than Oklahoma State? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think by default with two losses, Alabama does fall out in a close game. Um Man, Alabama pulled a rabbit out of their hat last week, and that kid drove that team. Oh my God! I mean, I was if 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 you have a lead over Alabama, and you have your foot on their throat, you push it down and crush their trachea and just kill them. They let them in, and then Bryce Young, ninety-seven yards. Do you have a sound effect for that ninety-seven yard drive? And I think it's something like this. Well, it, it, if you're an Auburn fan. Nope, not. That's if you're an Auburn fan. If you're a Crimson Tide fan. Yeah, I mean, because I I wanted Alabama out of it. I wanted to to shake it up. So hopefully Georgia will will do that. I think it goes Georgia. It it just depends on the – Georgia stays in even – but that's going to be weird, isn't it? Georgia will stay in the top four. Would you agree if Alabama... If Alabama beats them, Georgia needs to stay in the top four. Yeah, and I think they will. You can't you can't penalize them for winning out and then losing a conference championship game, especially if it's close. I mean, so... so then it gets weird. So Alabama and Georgia still stay in. Mich- Michigan Michigan beats, beats Iowa. Michigan moves to number one. Georgia drops to number two or three. Alabama has to drop to four so they don't play in the semifinals, which means Cincinnati maybe two or three. <laughs> so what if Cincinnati loses? Cincinnati loses? And everything else falls in place, Cincinnati loses. Georgia, Oklahoma State. Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma State? Yeah. I think that's what the um, network TV would like. And then you got pretty much fair rep- some representation. Oh, I, 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 I think network TV would rather Notre Dame would go that, in there, but Brian Kelly yeah, put a huge torpedo in that dream. Yeah. We're kind of ahead of our segments here. A little We're bit. We're talk about that. A little bit. Let's get back to all that. Well, well, let's go to the coaching carousel. So let's put the, let's put the. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit, yeah, a yeah, little about the coaching the, carousel. We'll call it the most wanted list right now. Well, most wanted, to, in de- depending on where you are. I mean, Lincoln so, Riley goes from Oklahoma to USC. Well, you know, what a smooth operator. He kept on saying, I am not going to LSU. Well, he did I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that one. So there he is, you knucklehead, you. He, he's so scared. He didn't want to... 
he didn't want to go to a conference where he knew he was going to be in perpetual rebuild. And at USC, he's going to be the top dog. Would you agree in that conference? I mean, he already had a commit, a top commit. He's already said he's going to follow him to USC. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he, he's had several of his commits that are going to move over to USC. What's, what's crazy about this, it's – so according to uh, reports, his contract, $110 million – USC is going to buy his house in Oklahoma for twice its market price. They're going to buy a home in LA for him. And this is the kicker. He gets unlimited use of the private jet for his family. You know, the money they're paying these, these coaches, why, why, why the hell did I get a degree in communications? I should have, should have learned how to be an NFL or. Well, I mean, what's what's the best job in America? It's a fired football coach. He he goes five years and gets fired because he's not able to do anything, and he's still going to get paid fifty million dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's insanity. But would you agree that he did the USC move because there, the rebuilds a little bit easier than stepping into the SEC? Oh yeah, I mean, Oklahoma's going to get crushed when they get to get to the SEC as well as Texas. Wow. Yeah. Now. Um, Bob Stoops came in to coach a game. Do you think they, you think they're going to try and keep him? Yes, and I think they'd be smart. Actually, if Stoops stays at Oklahoma, I think that's that's the best move of all the coaching moves that have been made. Keeping Stoops. Yeah, I mean he won't have very very high. I mean, for the average fan, maybe maybe not maybe not for an Oklahoma fan, but for the average fan the expectations as they move to the SEC aren't very, very high. But that's going to help their program. It's going to have some stability. You've yeah. got, and he's yeah, probably, cool. he was probably the biggest name coach out of all that, that list. And mm-hmm. so I, I see Oklahoma making a big move to try to keep him depending on his health issues. And then we got Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, Notre Dame, can't win a national championship at Notre Dame, isn't in a conference, decides to bail and go coach LSU. Knucklehead, you. you. Well, what was a knucklehead and what what makes this different for me than Lincoln Riley is Oklahoma was out of it. Yeah. But Notre Dame had an outside chance of making it, and now the committee has actually said in their comments they are probably going to hold that against Notre Dame. After this weekend. So Notre Dame has no chance, no matter what happens. Well, if a perfect storm hits uh, football-wise, they do have a chance. Now, be it that the football coach, I mean, is is obviously not going to be there. I don't know how much of a factor that is. Well, but, what, what what was one of the news items? He called the team meeting at 7 o'clock in the morning to tell yeah, his players. What a dick. <laughs> This is one thing that really bothers me. You know, you get these coaches, they come in, you know, they, they recruit these kids. These kids believe in what they have to tell them. And then they're the first ones to bail on these kids. I mean, it's frustrating. And I understand there's money involved, but it's it's gotten to the point where told, the salaries are ridiculous. And then the the time that they spend before they bail out is just... That was always my problem with the fact that you'd transfer. I mean, you know, a few years ago, if you transferred in conference, you sat at least a year. You transfer outside, you may sit. 
and and these coaches are moving back and forth at least yeah. now with with naming name image and likeness and the transfer portal yeah. it's a little more player friendly yeah the coaches have had a transfer portal forever forever but they should do like they used to do with the players if you switch teams as a head coach you got to sit out of year. LSU probably not going to be all that good next year either no they're going to suck too yeah, and it was it was interesting. I mean, how, how this whole started. I mean, Mel Tucker Mel Tucker signed his big deal, and then yeah. these are these are monster deals. Well, they had talked about he may have played his way out of that big deal after that Ohio State ass whipping, but I guess they uh, they decided to keep him. And and quite rightly so. What is in my mind that one of the biggest predictors of competitive success is consistency in your coaching staff. Yeah, you you got to have that. You got to have that. And that's been Texas's problem forever. I mean, ever since um, Mac Brown left, it's mm -hmm. been a coaching carousel. And, you know, I've been very lucky being a Buckeye fan that we had a smooth transition, you know, from, you know, from uh, having a brain cramp here, Jaguar coach. Oh, uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. And then right on to Ryan Day. So. Well, I. I'll I'll forgive you the the little bit of the forgetful moment because you guys got your butts whooped. <laughs> that uh, was ugly. I, that was ugly. To, to paraphrase a coach at a at a uh, news conference, we weren't who we thought we are, <laughs> and I knew that. I mean, we were overranked. Uh, I had seen we had gotten exposed in the Oregon game, so you know we had our chance to make a right. They they gave us a chance and and we didn't do it. And you know. We took an ass whipping. And finally, finally, my boy, Jimmy Harbaugh, finally gets a little bit of the monkey yeah, off Har his back. Harbaugh, that, he played for his job. That was a play for your job game. Because yeah. I guarantee if it had been a Michigan State type blowout, like we had done on them. Mm -hmm. And I expected a little bit of a letdown. You know, you always do after a game like that. But, you know, to their credit, Harbaugh had that team ready. He saved his job. They're ranked. They have a chance to be in the uh, national championship, and and were it not for a fluke, and were it not for a fluky end to that Michigan State game, they could be undefeated. True, and they would definitely be yeah. ranked. Yep, so. yep, absolutely. Who's the other coach? Was there any other, uh, Marcus Freeman? Yeah, Marcus yeah. Freeman coming up from within the ranks. I think that's awesome. Yeah, they promoted from within. They're not out there trying to get some big name. So I hope this guy does well. Yeah, for, what, former Ohio State, former NFL player. Great old coaches. Yeah. Ohio or Ohio State, if you got that pedigree, you're probably going to get a job somewhere. You know who the odd man out is was Luke Fickle. So where does he go or does he stay? And and even if Cincinnati backs up the, the bank and gives him everything he wants, probably a year from now someone else will call him and he's gone. But I mean, it, it depends on what his ambitions are. I mean, I, I look at I look at Brian Kelly going to LSU. I mean, he was seeing the writing on the wall that this, the, the deck was stacked against Notre Dame for ever winning a national championship. So I'm going to go someplace to set down a legacy. If Fickle wants to set down a legacy, Cincinnati's not the place to do it. I agree. But where does he go now? He kind of was the odd man out. And I thought he would be the hot. He was the hot, the hot young coach on the block, you know? I really thought he would go to USC. I mean, most pundits had him going there. I don't know. There's nowhere left. We'll see. Yeah. Um, 
Notre Dame. I hope that coach does well. I hate Notre Dame, just for the record. Ever since they signed that big TV deal back in the early 90s, and I had to watch that pathetic product every single Saturday, even though I hated Notre Dame, no matter who they played. What, do you do you? So take- they, can, they can correct a wrong now. Just join the Big Ten, and you're cool. Notre Dame, you're cool. Just, just join the Big Ten. Did you, do you turn off the TV for the movie, Rudy, too? Um, I think I watched it once. I watched Brian's song. Okay. I still cry. Okay. Has anyone watched Brian's song, Jason? <laughs> two movies. There's only two movies that have made me cry. Brian's song and Old Yeller. When Old Yeller died, I cried like a baby. Oh, yeah. When Al Bundy. Something happened to Al Bundy and Mary, which I cried one time. I bawled like a baby at the Mr. Rogers biography. <laughs> sure you did. I did. <laughs> Will you be my neighbor? <laughs> so what do we got next? I don't know. What's going on? Yeah, let's uh, do, it's you, a wrap. Let's go. You, you, you want to talk about baseball and and and? Um, we talked about the coaches. We talked about the college rankings. Let's talk a little baseball. Why not? Why not? You know, uh, guess how much free agency dollar wise was signed before the big lockout. Take a guess, dollar wise, in free agency. Uh, I, I I don't know if we have an explicit tag on the YouTube, but I'm going to go a little bit higher than a crap ton and get up to a fuck ton. Okay, of yeah. money. It's a fuck ton. Take a guess. It's five six hundred million. Um, you're not fuck toning enough. One point four billion dollars has been spent on free agent contracts. Well, Max Scherzer, my my. My warrior from the Washington Nationals signs a four-year, hundred and thirty million. No, three-year, hundred and thirty million dollar deal. Yeah, forty-three million dollars a year for a guy that only plays once every four games. Some mad money. It's crazy. But one of the grievances is in this in this lockout, they're saying that. Um, well, let me read some of my notes here. You know, the young players are saying we got to wait too long for free agency. They're right. They're absolutely right. Uh, a lot of them are saying um, um, arbitration. They got to wait too long for arbitration. They're right. Uh, a lot of them are saying that, um, um, yeah, it's just taking them too long in their prime to make money. Well, they're <sighs> the owners have kind of putzed around the whole service time thing. What was it? Chris Bryant was one game short of reaching free agency and they pussed around with him. So he didn't reach free agency. Yeah, That's crap. And I heard, I'm talking about statistics. I heard this today, 36, about three dozen baseball players account for 50% of the payroll in major league baseball. And, and that's their beef. They're saying there's just a small percentage of players that are making the big money. Yeah, I I didn't realize that when you that for the first three or so odd years of your baseball career, you're making the league minimum, which yeah. which don't get me wrong, if you pay yeah. me five hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year, I'd be pretty damn happy. But I'll play for free. No, I'd want to get just, paid. I just didn't have the talent. I'll play for free and live off the endorsements. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's that squeezing out of the yeah. of the middle class of baseball and you know the the teams get their value on them when they're young and then they won't pay them when they're old because the analytics show other than the exceptions like Scherzer and all those guys, yeah. they're not, they're not valuable. 
Well, you didn't you didn't get to be a base by owner by being dumb. So these guys they they know what they're doing, but it still amazes me that they can make that. I guess all the money's got to be in TV revenue, and and in yeah. um, stadium naming rights and things like that. Because I don't know if you've been to a ball game lately, but the last time I went to a major league game, it was. And I felt like they were shaking me down from the parking lot to the seats. I mean, $25 to park, $5 to walk in, 10 feet, 120 for the tickets, $10 popcorn, $8 oh, I'll, beer. Just, I'll watch Major League Baseball on TV, but if I'm going to go watch baseball, I'm going to watch minor league ball. Love minor league ball. And that's what I watch. You know, huh. it's still pro baseball, but you're just not. It's amazing. Yeah, the money's got to be. Well, I guess COVID proved that the money's not really in the stands and the fans. It's in all the other outlying sources. One of the other things they talked about was revenue sharing and also teams tanking to get, you know, their prospects. I forget which team there is out there right now that the right now their payroll on the books is about 37 million for the entire team. Yeah. Max Scherzer makes more than that entire team. Well, the Reds are doing their usual payroll shed. So, yeah. So, so they're talking about a, a payroll floor. And I think I've heard right around a hundred ish million. They're yeah. talking about bringing down the luxury tax threshold down to 180 or 190. The, pr- the problem is in baseball, it's, it's the only major league sport that doesn't have a salary cap. Yeah. They talked about uh, they talked about something like that, and then they're also talking about going with a lottery style on the draft, so mm-hmm. you don't have these these teams tanking. Well, how much do we argue in the NBA every season about teams tanking, and they still have a lottery? Well, that's true, but it's <laughs> <laughs> true. But it's not as bad as it used to be. It used to be horrible before they did the. The balls in the machine. We just want to bitch and moan about everything. No, man, you're you're good at it. <laughs> um, really don't have a whole lot more to talk about. It's a short night. I do want to say that the Hall of Fame finalists have been in for football. There's 26 of them, so we'll expand more on that. There are two players from the Cowboys, just because we live in Texas. And I'm curious, do you think either one of these belong? Uh, Demarcus Ware or Woodson? Woodson, absolutely. Demarcus Ware. I'm not familiar enough with the resume to know whether or not it's a good one. So, yeah, even Max said Woodson belongs. But there's some good ones. Reg, Reggie Wayne, Jared Allen. Some people said no. I wrote down some quick names. But we'll go through that list of 26. It's a it's a big process that starts with 200. You can nominate anybody for the Hall of Fame. And then they just start scrubbing them this lower and lower. Mm-hmm. So now they've got it down to the semifinalists. But we'll go through that list next week. And then in the Hall of Fame baseball, you've got two guys that are first-time ballots. Four guys, actually. Uh, David Ortiz, yes or no? Absolutely. Alex Rodriguez. If you're going to keep out Sosa, if you're going to keep out McGuire, if you're going to keep out those guys... A-Rod's, A-Rod's got to be tainted with the same poison. So, interesting. Last year of eligibility, we have Clemens and 
Let me have one more that's got his last year of eligibility. Uh, oh, Bonds. Oh, Bonds, yeah. So, yeah, to your point, this is their last year. Do they make it? The home run leader in baseball? What's keeping him out? He's the home run leader. The, the catch-all clause of character. I mean, that's that's what it's coming down to. Steroid it, use equals bad character? Well, he, he kind of hid the ball on it a little bit and wasn't exactly all that forthcoming. The only thing about A-Rod, the one thing about A-Rod is it, A-Rod did come clean about it and, ser- and served a pretty big suspension. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If you had a guy like Bonds and uh, Clemens who maybe did a Mia Copa and now they're hosting Baseball Tonight and some other things in the media, do you think? Do you think we'd be having a different conversation? Probably. I, I I think Bonds, we'd be having a different conversation if he had not been so, so, you know, corrosive in his relationships with baseball writers. But look at Shannon Sharp. He was a total dick when he was a player. And now he's got his show. And maybe, maybe. I. You can rehab your image, it seems, if you get on, if you get on, if you become the media, if you're hated by the media, but then you become the media. It does seem like all sins seem to be forgiven. So it would be interesting to have seen if, if bonds would have, you know, become part of the the media or Clemens for that matter. Yeah. I, I did. I did hear an interview with him where he, he did actually own up to the fact that he, he made a mistake by being such a jerk with the media, with the writers. Yeah. But, in a perfect world. But, but let me ask you this. What in the hell does being nice to the media have to do with what you accomplished on the field? It doesn't, except for the fact that those are the guys and girls that are voting you in. And 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 and, and, and if you take the steroids out of his resume, yeah. he's in. Right. Even even being a jerk, he's in. What was the legality of the steroids? Wasn't there a period where there wasn't any testing? There wasn't any. It was banned, but there was no testing. If if I'm not mistaken, and I mean, not everyone, but a, a good portion of the league was using it. And Bonds was really good before his head got two sizes bigger than it had been the year before and his body two sizes than it had the year before. yeah he used to look like ken griffey jr and then the next thing i know he's like this freaking 260 yeah, pound it was a marked difference well there's a couple of things about that era that i remember i remember watching shortstops the way to a buck 60 65 hit, hitting a foul ball and is going out of the park and mm-hmm. if you looked at bonds when he stepped up to the plate he literally looked like he was getting ready to go on a football field, okay? He crowded the plate. He had body armor all over both arms, so you couldn't back him off the plate. I mean, if he took a hit, I, I look at some yeah. of these old clips. I mean, the guy was just covered head to toe with protective arm stuff, and then he's doing steroids, and then I know they juiced the ball back then. The ball was juiced for a while. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, so is, I mean, ma- Major League Baseball got the benefit of all those home r- home run races and 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 balls going out and everything. Major yeah. League Baseball got the benefit of that, yeah. and now we're penalizing Bonds in a in a perfect world. Admit him yeah. and 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 have a wing in Cooperstown, yeah. which says this was the steroids era. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's circle back to what we just talked about. We're talking about Bonds, the All-Star game, the home runs, the juice ball. Do you remember what happened right before that? That that, that didn't capitulate, but started all of this? No. We had a 94-95 baseball strike. And the fans were so put off and so irritated that... The following couple years, that's when you had the juice balls, the the home runs flying out of the park because they're trying to draw interest back in the game. So it's kind of an interesting correlation. I hope they get this baseball issue resolved. They because. they will. I mean, it's it's a little. It's probably a little too early to get really too concerned about it. Let's talk about it in about six weeks, about the middle of January. Yeah. If if they're still not coming to any agreement in the middle of January, then we have problems. Yeah. And and all those players that have sat on the sidelines waiting to sign free agent deals, yeah. oh, this sucks for them. You call my agent. Why <laughs> don't we get this done? Well, folks, we're going to wrap up the show tonight. I'm going to have Max back here with me next week. Yeah, and, and and folks, just one thing. We are actually going back, and well, not going back. We are going to our new studios, our new permanent location. We're going to step up to step step up to production values a little bit more, uh, more more cameras, more more playing around with crap on the broadcast. Uh, but yeah, we're in a we're in a new permanent location starting next week. And we'll start the new year. Let's let's we're going to ramp up some things as far as different ways that people can reach us. Yep. And if you want to contribute to help with the production of this show and you enjoy it, you know, the biggest thing you can do is uh, hit that like button, hit the subscribe. That really helps our, uh, get our content out there and get us recognized. So Yeah. And, 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 and leave comments against the videos. Let, let us know, let us know what you're thinking, where we're, where we're going, right. Where we're going wrong. We're not arguing enough. We're not arguing. We're arguing too much. Uh, yeah, just, just let us know. And if there's, and, and I'll, I'll put a challenge out there in the comments. If there's a sport you want us to talk about that we're not talking about, cause we spend a lot of time talking football, basketballs, baseball. If you want us to talk about cricket, we'll talk about cricket. We're going to be idiots talking about cricket, but we'll talk about cricket for you. After three or four Shiner box, I'll talk about anything. There you go. There you go. You folks have a great evening. We'll see you next week.